0: Imagine being able to function, getting what you want, having total confidence, ease, peace, and they don't like you. That's what we're talking about today. How can it be that we can succeed in the world without everything coming back to being liked? I promise you, we can. And today, I'm gonna talk about how. I think you're going to like this episode, and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy to have you with me today, as always, and I've got a great episode for you today. Today, I'm talking about being liked in relation to your voice and how you use it. One thing you do not want to miss very quickly. Let me tell you one more free training this year. Voice experience. I am focusing on standing in authority. And I just had the opportunity to demonstrate this live on stage. I spoke out at James Wedmore's live three-day event Instantly shifting people into this amazing authority. And
1: what is the problem? I want to focus on why you are leaving
0: a third of your buyers behind. This is going to be an amazing, live, interactive, hot seat coaching, free training, last one of the year. Go to CaptivateTheRoom.com. Forward slash voice dash experience. It is the 19th of December, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Get signed up right now. Don't miss it. Your voice going into 2024. And I'm going to be doing some episodes on this why the whole paradigm has shifted and everything I've been saying for a long time has come full circle, has come home to roost. We have to move forward differently. The voice leading the way. Your voice leading your way. Captivatetheroom.com forward slash voice dash experience. All right, now here comes the episode. My brain got ahead a little bit. The episode today is about a little bit of a case study, but it's also about being liked. And while I was out on the road, I went to a number of cities and I've been doing a lot of teaching, traveling, going into a lot of companies. I still do, I would say 60% of my work is going into companies, companies of people with 10 people all the way up to 90,000 people. So I've been on the road a lot the last three months teaching workshops. And one of my workshops recently,
1: the conversation kept coming back to, Tracy, wait a minute. What do you mean you're okay if we don't like you?
0: And I said, that's right. I don't. Do I want you to like me? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Is it going to throw me if you don't know? One, because I don't have control over what you decide. I don't have control over the outcome, but I do have control over the conversation by how I make you feel. And this was really throwing
0: a lot of people because we work from this place of I need them to like me in order to get what I want. I need them to like me for them to buy. I need them to like me, like me, like me, like me. This is separate than not rocking the boat, keeping the peace. Those play into this. They're all in the same bucket, but I'm talking about the idea, I need you to like me and the belief behind it that if you don't like me, You're not going to buy from me. You're not going to work with me. You're not going to give me the promotion. You're not
1: going to hire me. You're not going to. We've been taught this. And I don't believe it's true. And I, as you know, have some data to prove that. Some of the biggest expenses I've ever investments, not expenses, chunks of money I've ever dumped, I didn't like the person but I knew they had what I needed. And it wasn't about being liked. If I had a
0: number one goal of everybody that sits in front of me, liking me, I would not be able to change lives to the caliber that I can change them, transform lives, change them for the better, because I have to say hard things all day. I have to tell people they're coming across condescending. I have to say, I can't connect with you. I have been trying for 45 minutes. I can't get in. I have to say, you're coming across irritated. I'm having to say, do you think you're better than all of us? I'm having to say, do you think that they're idiots? Because if I can hear it in your voice, it is 100% coming from something inside a belief, where you're working from, a voice story, something in this concept of psychology of the voice. And so we're back to this paradigm shift of what is happening internally. And we've got to take a look at being liked. Now, the peacekeeper slash people-pleasing voice mask that I created, you've heard me talk about that. That has things in it like, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to shake things up. That's that's different. I don't. I, I need to justify. I need to convince. I need to give you a lot of words. All of that is in that people pleasing mask, lilting up, turning things into a question, being in a in a higher pitch. But I want to talk about being nice, and being nice is related to all of this. They they have a lot of crossover. Especially the higher pitch. You've maybe heard me tell the story about the girl that I worked with that had a, she spoke in a high pitch voice, but then she lilted up on top of that. And I was trying to get to the bottom of it, not just through technique, but find out why. And I'll never forget the day she told me in high school, she worked at Joe's Pizza. And she used to answer the phone, Joe's Pizza or however you or I would answer the phone. And Joe ran up and he said, no, 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 no. You don't say it like that. You gotta, you've got to be nice. And so you've got to say it like this, Joe's pizza. And I went, oh my gosh, there it was. There was the voice story that locked in. The woman was
1: sounding like this and, and everything would go up. And
0: she stuck up in that pitch and it was a huge repellent. And people were processing that sound subconsciously, not the way she wanted them to, not as an official, true representation of who she really was. But it was all about being nice. They're not going to buy if I'm nice. Joe's going to get a complaint. If I'm not nice, I've got to be nice. And nice can bleed into, I need him to like me. I need them to like the girl on the phone so they want to call
1: back and order more pizza for Joe. But liked is really deep. It's really about, I don't believe, I don't believe I'm good enough. I don't believe I'm worthy of things. Like, Maybe we don't like each other,
0: but we can still make an impact on each other's lives. And I kept saying, as they kept circling back to, what do you mean you don't care if we don't like you, Tracy? I kept saying,
1: there are a lot of people that don't like me. I get hate mail. I get death threats. I get
0: horrific criticisms via email,
1: I get comments filled with hate on my social media. Some people don't like me, especially the one that threatened to kill me. But my goal is not set
0: on, I can do good work and change your life if you like me. And if you don't, then it's all a wash. Because if I'm to circle back to something I started with, if I'm worried about you liking me, then I, in my mind, am going to say, OK, then I can't tell you you're coming across with a sound in your voice like no time for idiocracy because you may not like that. And I need to keep you liking me. I need to keep you happy. So you buy from me or you don't yell at me or we can have no uncomfortable moments. I've had people in groups have total meltdowns on me. They didn't like what I was doing, but when it was all said and done and I was able to shift something
1: that had haunted them and tortured them for their whole life, it was worth it. And what I see
0: needing to be liked do is it keeps you from saying what you need to say. And partly because you've got some fear that if you say what you need to say, it's going to be this whole horrific dump of hatred, and it's not. In fact, when people say to me, well, I'm I'm afraid to say what I really need to say. Well, tell me what you really need to say. And they say it, and I'm like, are you kidding me, right? It's a fear. It's a trick of the subconscious to keep you from using your voice in such a way that I listen and am impacted. So we temper, we start tempering our words and we start tempering our emotions and we stop saying what needs to be said because I need them to like me. I can't go into the space with the owner and say, this is the problem, John. I can't go into the team and say, Judy, nobody can tolerate it anymore. We have to talk about this because I need to be liked. And if you wanna stay in that prison, if I can't convince you to shift at the foundation of where that's coming from, then that's on you. But to me, it's exhausting not saying what needs to be said, always having to craft the answer the right way so they like it, always having to think it through and and manipulate and not even be listening to the conversation because you're trying to figure out how you're going to say the message in such a way that you can control that outcome and they
1: will like you. You can never know if they like you because they could be faking it. I can ask you
0: if you like me. And let me tell you something, if you're a people pleaser and you can't stand me, you are going to go, oh, my gosh, yes. And so, so you're putting all your hope on a foundation of sand. You're putting your entire existence and authenticity and authority and ability to connect with other people and make an impact and serve your purpose in the ether. Trying to control the outcome of making them like you, believing you have to get it right, not trusting you are the expert, not having the courage and the willingness to say what needs to be said and be okay in the, be, be comfortable in the uncomfortable of you don't like me. When you do this, when you work from this foundation that says, I have to deliver this message in such a way that they like me, you have instantly given your power away. And you, at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. You are responsible for that message not being heard because you gave all your power away because of a desperate need to be liked. Now, I'm not minimizing this. It comes from something deep within. And that's why we have to find out what it is. That's why psychology of the voice is so powerful. We've got to go find that memory. We don't have to do a deep dive on it, but we've got to know where that's coming from. And we have to find it, unearth it, unravel it, rewrite it, and then change what's in the muscle memory. And it's a process and it's a combination thing. You can't do one without the other and get a
1: different result.
0: But maybe it's time that you hold your power. Maybe it's time you get okay with us not liking you so that you can go in the room and say what needs to be said and command the space in such a way that the action you need and want and believe is true and right will be taken because it won't if you're articulating a message from the place of trying to be liked,
1: trying to get it right and be liked. Raw negative emotion will start spewing out of you in microscopic,
0: tiny little ways. And you'll start strong arming, or you'll just give up entirely. And that's what I see in a lot of my people. They've they've basically just stopped talking. And a lot of times, my wonderful, amazing women, and I can say it's women because I've got the data to back that up. I generally, you know me, I don't like to put People in buckets. I don't like to say all women. I don't like to say that, but this one is one I studied. All the women over the years that have come and said to me, Tracy, I say what I need to say in the meeting and nobody says anything. And then somebody else says it, usually a man, but somebody else says it. And everybody says, oh, that's the best idea we have ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying it. Well, you know what? There's a lot of reasons that you weren't heard. And I'm going to do a whole episode on that. But my first go-to on that is, are you delivering that message in a way that says, I just need you to like me, have my power, take my authority. I won't be the expert anymore if you will just like me. And it's not just my women. That, that struggle with this. I have plenty of men over the years that really want to be liked. The speaking up in a meeting thing, the data tells me it's happened to more women than men in my 30-year career, the people that have sat in front of me. But I have plenty of men that don't stand in the power and authority that they have as the expert Because they're so worried about being liked. They're so, and maybe maybe for men and women, it's in relationships as well. It might not be, you might be great at work, but in your relationship, voice is voice. It doesn't matter whether it's voice with the family, voice at the office, voice at the grocery store.
1: It's all the same because it's all the same wound or sets, set of wounds. You don't have to be liked. It's great when you are. I love it when people like me. I love it when people like me. But that
0: is not why I walk into rooms to transform lives is why I walk into rooms and I don't feel like I'm being of service if I pretend like everything's great. So that you will like me if I blow up your ego and tell you how wonderful you are, but forget to mention that you're repelling everybody in the room because you won't like that. And then in turn, you won't like me. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll like you more. Did that ever enter your mind that maybe they'll like you more because you had the courage to say something that nobody else said? I would say seven out of 10 people are people pleasers. Seven or eight out of 10 people that sit in front of me, no question, are people pleasers. And in that people pleaser family, like we talked about, is I have to be liked. No, you don't. You have to serve your purpose well. Well, you don't even have to do that. But what I encourage you to do, and certainly what I do, The goal is I need to serve my purpose well. And so then I must achieve the mastery to deliver the hard message, but not because I want you to like me, because I need to deliver the hard message, because I want to help you transform your life before I leave this planet. And I was given this incredible gift of hearing, and then I built a 30-year body of research and a 30 year body of thousands of people to coach, and there's only one of me. And so I'm on a mission to touch those lives that need to be touched by me. You know, if that's you,
1: before I leave this place, it's not about being liked. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. But chances are good. If you've got what I need and I hear it in your voice, I'll still give you what you want. And I may never like you, but that's okay, because it's bigger than being liked. Just sit with that for a minute. It's not about being liked. It's about serving a purpose. It's about connection. It's about authenticity. It's about impact. Sometimes my students don't like me. In hard, hard moments. Sometimes my students yell at me. Sometimes my students click off on me and it's always okay because they know, they know where I'm coming from and they hear my heart.
0: And that's why I'm able to do the best work. This is how you will do the best work. And this catapults far beyond liking. This catapults you into the next dimension of getting what you want, drawing in the life you want. This is a different foundation. It's a really cool one too. And there's incredible freedom in knowing that my mission in every moment is not to get you to like me. There's an incredible inner freedom in that, that I am grateful for every day as a massively recovering, recovered people pleaser.
1: Nobody could out people please me. Nobody. So I'm going to leave it with you right there. I hope you'll consider joining
0: me for the virtual retreat. Go over to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash virtual retreat and start being an observer of people you interact with, that it's a good interaction, that the outcome
1: is good, but maybe you don't like them. And start getting comfortable in the uncomfortable that we can give you what you want, even if we don't necessarily like you. That should no longer be the goal. All right, that's it. I'm going to leave you with that right
0: there. Thanks so much for being here, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Captivate The Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today.
1: If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.